What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Gamer Life Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny. And today we're having an interview with Hustle, who is a fellow YouTube creator, Twitch streamer, and was a guest in our ACG podcast as well. We had a great conversation then and a great conversation now here in the Gamer Life Podcast, talking about E3 games that we like, drive why we do the content creation thing all that sort of stuff so i hope you enjoy the conversation and now i give you hustle and motivate hustle welcome to the gamer life podcast my dude how are you doing I'm I'm good, man. I'm I'm ecstatic to be here. Thank you for having me. This was uh and this it, was an un, uh, unexpected call. Let me tell you that I, I did not know that, um my parents on um the international podcast were leading to other opportunities. So I, I just want to say first and foremost, you know, shout out to everybody in the chat. Thank you all for joining us, and I I'm, I'm super grateful and I'm humbled to actually be here. I, I do appreciate it, Johnny. Hell yeah, no, it's uh, my pleasure, man. You know, it was nice having you on. It's not often that Karak shut shuts up for. A significant amount of time so it, it was a measure of you know you having input and us kind of clicking in the conversation so yeah it, it was again like a, a natural thing for me to ask you on and thanks for doing this dude so uh Ain't how's no your problem. day lining up everything good on your end Ooh, busy day busy day yeah. um what we talked about before um, yeah. i'm doing that and then doing the other thing i'm gonna run to the ubisoft thing and then run back out to handle the other thing that we spoke about earlier you got and a bunch of stuff going on yeah yeah and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to stream ratchet and clank like uh eight o'clock eastern standard time i'm gonna i'm gonna try i can't make no promises yeah but i'm definitely gonna that looks very good yet. i'm gonna check it out today as well for sure I, I've seen um I've seen enough gameplay to uh, be convinced. I had a good friend of mine, uh, Jack Moo Johnny, who those of you are who may know, who may not know him. Um, he streamed it a little bit yesterday, and like the fidelity mode looks phenomenal on stream. Yes, the performance mode with the ray tracing looks even well. I ain't gonna say better, but it does. It, it takes a, a small hit, but it's a hit that you wouldn't notice. Like the fluidity, right, of it, it's worth yes. it. Yes, indeed, indeed. So that I'm playing on the uh, performance and ray trace mode for sure. So for people who don't know you, give us a, a quick primer. Who's Hustle? And uh, what's the reasoning behind the name Hustle and Motivate? I'll answer that second part first. The reason behind my name Hustle and Motivate, uh, God bless the dead, Nipsey Hustle. Um, he came out with an album called Victory Lap, but I had known about Nipsey Hustle since 2009 from the Lloyd Banks uh mixtape double mixtape called the happy birthday mixtape 430 2009 um he had a song called me and my strap so i just i always liked the way that he rapped but i wanted a name to like represent like who i was and everything that i stood for um because my name before this used to be like gemini deuce but i'm not a gemini and i think i even spelled deuce wrong because the proper spelling was taken and i didn't want to throw an extra e so i was just like well let me let me just get something that like defines me yes so you'll always see me around everywhere like for people in our community and um kirk kirk wouldn't know the, uh, the people he interacts with in our community i'm just as relevant there as he is too so it's like it's, you'll see me all the way around and in terms of uh motivation i want to push other people to do whatever it is that you want to go do like certain people like eric cuts for the winning jack move johnny glorious kev how they pushed me to actually start youtube and twitch and streaming in general so i really just want to have a name that's like the emphasis of who i uh yeah, I'm saying of who, who I am, and I really want to find a way to give back. So every time you hear hustle, like now is, it's like you, you're gonna always think of me now. Like yeah, 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 after, yeah like it works. It works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a it's a funny <laughs> subconscious thing where you kind of associate, as you said, the the word hustle with mm -hmm. with you in this case. So and funny in chat says you got the perfect radio voice. You do have a nice Thank you. radio, but that's true, man. And that you also have uh, an Electro Voice microphone, which is a, a great, you know, just overall like broadcast microphone. Yes. Yeah, it sounds great. Indeed. Indeed. I used to have the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the Shure SN7B. Yes. I used to have that one. Um, a friend of mine needed it, and I wanted to, well, this was kind of a downgrade in my opinion, but that microphone, I love it. It's just too quiet for me. <laughs> and I yeah. was just always like super low. Like, so my streaming settings will be different from my YouTube settings. So it was like this time it isn't, as bad but you know it's just the thing that i had to deal with yeah. but um, I, I love that microphone too it's a, it's a very gain hungry mic 
and the electro voice is mm -hmm. i would say you know it's equally good it but it's more clearly geared towards just speaking whilst the sure also has a response that works for singing and stuff like that so it's you know you could do other stuff with the sure that maybe you can't do with the electro voice but for what you're doing the electro voice captures really well uh this kind of bassy voice that you have so i think you know it was a great choice actually <laughs> of mike and uh absolutely and dude your, your uh your setup looks great i was checking out some of your videos and i was like you know so i dig it so you got an arcade in the back what do you got going on there you, you got um, a ton of stuff yeah but that's a Marvel Marvel superheroes. I almost said Marvel versus Capcom. That's oh, the other yeah. one that I want to get. That that's yeah, that's the other one that I'm gonna get. But um, that's Marvel superheroes and Children of the Atom and not Max Payne. Um, Nick Fury. Gotcha. Is it Nick Fury? I think it's, it's the Nick Fury. Uh, is on there too. So I got that. Um, the picture that you can't see behind me, like right behind me, yeah. not the banner, but the picture is the Persona Five picture. Um, with Anne and I bought that off Redbubble. Nice. So I just wanted to decorated a little and um the banner that you see behind me is the legendary uh cup of noodles who is a twitch streamer herself she is probably one of the dopest and coolest streamers outside of yourself and outside of acg and for you guys who i haven't had the opportunity to meet just yet who i haven't had the opportunity to meet yet but she's um she's super dope i found her through my brother actually but um she, she's like one of the funny most funny and charismatic people like who, who i've seen on uh twitch so far yeah. So I want to talk a bit about your content because I watched some videos and I had some like questions, thoughts and stuff. I, I just like talking with people who do this kind of stuff because you don't typically get to, to you know, talk details uh, about this kind of thing uh, because most people don't care if they're not doing it. Right. So but before we go into it, I wanted to ask, like, what got you into this game you mentioned a few people that kind of you know motivated you to get started but is there like i guess what's your goal what is it what is in it for you in in this kind of cr content creation world well if i am going to become an influencer i, I want to i want to do just that um there's a lot of uh i want to make sure i put this put this lightly i want to make sure that uh everybody gets a, their fair opportunity so the second i'm in position to make sure that everyone gets an opportunity to shine and be great i'll make sure i'll do that first um one of the things that i'm really looking forward to just doing while i'm here literally just having fun um i know i mentioned this on um just a tip like a few of my like best friends that i've found i found through gaming and i found through like gears 5 so when so when you see me around eric cuts for the win merc 305 when you see me around all these great people like i found them through gaming and on my if it wasn't for my youtube channel i probably wouldn't even know who they are yeah so that's you know that's just like the it's probably one of the, the benefits um in terms of other things that i want um there is there are long-term like goals that i want to achieve i want to hit a thousand subs I want to start reviewing games. I like, you know, Carrick. I, I kind of want to. He, he kind of, you know, put a bug in my ear. I kind of want to start doing that. Um, if I find myself in a position to, like, we've seen other YouTubers and other Twitch streamers like interview Phil Spencer or be put in that position. So if if I can do that type of thing, that'll be great too. Um, yeah. you know, just so we can. Yeah, I want to change things up a little bit. Everybody seems the uh, seems the same. I think one thing that you can always get with me is that I'm always going to be myself. And I'm a tad bit different from from a lower cognito, from a lower addict, from yourself, from ACG. Everybody's a little, everybody might be yeah. a little different, but I think I stand out the most from everybody else, given my background and where I'm from and everything. So t tell me a bit about that. But uh, actually, I'm gonna match you with some glasses here, so we're <laughs> we're we're rocking in style, both of us. Very good. That's right. Okay, That's so right. <laughs> tell me a little bit about the background, because. I, I do get from you that, you know, you're authentic and you got something unique going on, but what is it that I guess kind of gives you that? Was it like your upbringing? But yeah, I would like to say that, but I'm, I'm from uh, Washington, DC. If okay. I don't know if your viewers are from the States, but if they are from the States, um, DC back in the eighties, wasn't necessarily the nicest place, but I was born in DC and raised out here in uh, Prince George's County, Maryland. Now just, that alone actually does set me apart from everybody else just from the brand of music that we listen to from the yeah. style of dress even from the way that we speak to one another um our dialogue is a lot different from let's say someone from new york or someone from atlanta or someone from la yeah i mean so like so that dialogue itself is different and i'm actually going to start incorporating more dialogue 
more of my um, my hometown dialogue into the actual videos that I do. I only didn't do it at first just because I didn't want people to be confused. So right. I just didn't, you know what I mean? I just didn't want to throw anybody off too, too much. But do you mean like if you just... drop some slang that people don't get or something? Yeah. 100%. 100%. Man, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's, we have a style all our own. And you can even tell, like, by my accent where I'm from. Um, I've had people from Memphis, Atlanta, so on and so forth. But like, oh, yeah, you sound like you're from, from D.C. or you sound like you're from Maryland. Yeah, yeah I mean, so that's, that's just, yeah, that's, that's like one of the, the great things about being from where I'm from. I know you see me in the LA hat and you see me in like, a, yeah. you know, Nipsey yeah. Hustle stuff, but you know, I just, I just like the way it looked, but that's just yeah. me. But no, no, um, my, my style is, um, is different all its own. And, and that's kind of, it's going to be the thing that sets me apart from everybody else. I, I look forward to just executing that too. Yeah. So I was watching your stuff, right? And <laughs> I, so I have a few thoughts to share as kind of an outside yes. perspective. And then I want to hear from you if some of that is like, deliberate or if you've thought about it because i think it's always interesting to hear this kind of feedback and um we actually rarely get it because people a lot of people are afraid to give feedback uh, a lot of people are afraid to receive it but i take from you that you're you're quite open to talk about this stuff so the the first thing i don't have a list or anything but uh, now that i'm thinking back watching you you have this kind of body language. So I've looked in, I've kind of studied um, charisma, persuasion, and that kind of thing. And one big thing that you learn there is like body language, right? Like what you do with your hands when you speak, what you do with your body. Of course, we're sitting down. So, you know, we're not like, we're not fucking Steve Jobs or anything. But <laughs> there, there is something you do with your hands. I don't know if you've noticed, which is this thing. So for people just listening, you bring your hands to your chest. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I saw that and I thought, yo, that's, that's cool. Because that's like, you know, yo, I'm saying this from, from the heart kind of thing, right? That's what it transmits. Um, and, and almost like also like being humble as well. So there's a, kind of a cool body language thing that you have that works really well when, because you use it when you're saying something that you want to drive home like you know it's maybe you're saying something that's your opinion so you're saying you know it's my opinion um so you're you're both being respectful but you're also showing that it's authentic and so i thought that was a really cool body language thing that you have you. and i uh just so you know i'm gonna steal that from you so <laughs> when people see me do that they will know that's from hustle but i want to hear good. from you so good is that something you've thought about or just kind of comes naturally to you as a, a gesture uh, it's always been like that um well, I used to well for the people who don't know i used to be like an extremely like shy kid um just just coming up i mean unless i knew you then you know we acted fool or whatever but yeah i don't know man i really couldn't tell you i think i think that probably comes from my professional life maybe i would if the the furthest memory that I can probably pinpoint the way I started doing that, <laughs> I think I was trying to open up an account or something. And I think I said we wanted you to be a part of our family or something of that nature. It was, it was, I know it was something that definitely happened when I was there at work. So it was, if I had to pinpoint that back, maybe I did it before and, and I didn't yeah, know, yeah. but yeah, I, I, I want to say the earliest memory and I must've been like 21 or something, but that's probably the earliest that I can pinpoint that. It's just, um, when I first started like really public speaker, I think maybe that's when a lot of that picked up. And maybe around yeah. 21, 22 years old. I so, had no idea. Um, what's, up? what's up? No, no. Sorry. Go on. No, I was, I was just going to say I had no idea that, you know, I mean, we mentioned this on Just a Tip, but um, on the International Podcast. And I didn't, I had no idea that like, the work stuff would translate over. Like would translate yeah, over into so the YouTube. so interesting, so man. No because yeah. I think this is what really makes a good streamer or like video creator or whatever is that richness of background and skills that you wouldn't suspect build into, you know, making a video or go or, or kind of propel your content in any way. But there's so many like micro skills you pick up on different things. And like you said, the speaking thing is a big one. Like we, when we speak to a crowd or even if it's just a few people, we learn what works and what doesn't, don't we? Mm -hmm. Because, well, yes, trial sir. and error. So when you started, and we can talk a little bit about your professional life if you want. I know you, I remember from the 
from the ACG podcast, you talked about, you know, how you dealt with groups and you were kind of in charge of things a little bit. So for you, when you spoke with people, right, you, if something didn't work out, like if you were trying to say something and people weren't re receptive to it, you would have to change the way you said it next time, right, to try to get a better result. So over time, mm -hmm. you kind of get this kind of persuasion uh, antics of like stuff that works. And ultimately, that can be translated into, like I said, body language and how you try to get points across in things. Yes. Oh, and, and the, um, I may, sometimes I may have tried to tell a joke and it kind of landed super flat because at that point, you're dealing with not only adults around my age, but much older adults who are first going into the government at that point. So it's one of those things. And, you know, it is a trial and error thing. Um, just like with the YouTube thing, it's a, it's a trial and error thing. You, you got to, you can't be afraid to to fail yes. on, on, on any like level, um, and maybe that's why I learned that too. And maybe that and that and I know for a fact that that fuels the YouTube and the Twitch thing because I know for a fact that I'm I'm not afraid to try something new, something different, and we'll see what the results are. Yeah, you definitely. Stick with it. Or, it kind know, of feels. Yeah, it kind of feels like it's. You know what they say about writing a book? You don't just write a book. First, you have to do a whole bunch of interesting things, and you know gain some expertise in some stuff and then you're in mm -hmm. a position where you can kind of write a book because you got some stuff to talk about right you're not going to be right. like uh you know a 15 year old person who hasn't really lived through much not going to write a book you know you're going to live through some shit and then you'll write the book i feel it's the same thing for youtube you know for people who get into it too young some of them have really interesting backgrounds and and cool stuff of course but I feel like for me, it's much more interesting someone who clearly has kind of been through some shit, has, you know, has experienced many different perspectives and, and kind of culture bounces and things like that as well in life. I think it, it really, yeah, it, you can kind of tell when people have that richness in background and that diversity of skill sets and things like that. Mm. So... The other thing, looking at your content that I, I was um, thinking about is how you do the transitions. So for people, you know, again, people can check you out. I'll leave a link again here. Can check Thank out you. all your stuff there through Twitch and then follow on to YouTube and all that. So in YouTube, right, your videos have this style of transition that's a fade transition. So let's say you're speaking and then you have some game footage coming in there's like you know a, a one second fade or something right it's a mm -hmm. it's a an interesting style and i wonder if you've thought about something like doing an instant cut because what could work really well is if you time the cut to a word so let's say you're in the middle of a sentence right and there's a mm -hmm. word in the sentence that uh, directly reflects the footage you're about to show. The moment you say that word, you cut to, to the footage. There's this kind of snappiness that come fr comes from that, that I personally like as a style. So I'm just giving you now my opinion, right? Like my uh, style, I guess, choice or preference sure, sure. to share with you some thoughts because I feel like sometimes getting these ideas can, can help you know, mm -hmm. you like find your style because I don't know how much you've thought about this, this kind of thing. But that was one thing I, I noticed looking at your videos that sometimes it works really well, the transition, because it's very smooth and it fits mm -hmm. with your, you know, kind of the tone of your voice, which is, you know, quite well paced and chill. Right. So that works. But there, there are times when I think, you know, a, a quick snappy cut is pretty powerful when you time it on, you know, the, the beat of the word you're saying and that kind of thing. It's almost like rhythmic, if that makes sense. Oh, no, 100%. It's, um, I'm just, I'm so used to doing like the fade in, fade out. It's just that I didn't know how to, I just kind of didn't know how to do it. But I mean, I'll definitely keep that in mind. If it's something as simple as just me having the clip and me saying, uh, snap my fingers or something, who knows, right? If it's something as simple as just me having that clip there without fading it in, because I, I just always thought the fade looked better but if it doesn't or not if it doesn't look better but if it if it works better just having that actual clip pop, pop up like that then yeah of course cool. I'm, I'm definitely willing to try that out um as far as like the style of how i even developed it in the first place 
a lot of people used to, and myself too, a lot of people used to do voiceover videos and they wouldn't be on camera. Yes. That, that, may, that may work for them, but for me personally, that doesn't kind of, now I want you to see me. I, I like legit want you to see me. And, and not only that, like I really want to just talk and, and do my thing and I want it to be yeah. as, as smooth as possible. But I, I definitely want, want everybody to see who Hustle is. Like, cause a lot of people who I do follow um, and who I used to follow, like Cole Eastwood. I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, who he is. I follow him for a long time, but he finally decided to hop on camera like three, four months ago, maybe. Yeah. After years of doing YouTube. So I'm like, yeah, people want to see you. People want to get connected to the actual personality because like if we being real, when it comes to the news videos, people can get that news from anywhere. People yeah. can go to N4G or whatever it is and go read everything that they want to go read and, and be just as caught up as you are. That's not a problem. But people really want to, like, even with streaming, like, people want to see the, the person. person play whatever yeah. game. Yeah, they 100%, just, yeah, that's, that's what that's about. So, yeah. yeah, but um, no, no, I'll, I'll try the, uh, I'll definitely try, try well, your experiment way. Experiment with I, it and let me know how, how you feel about it. Sure thing. Actually, I, I guess I can announce it now, but I figured after the Square Enix conference Sunday, I'm going to start working on the, uh, Kenna video that I'm gonna drop on Tuesday. Um, I don't know if you saw yesterday, but they did. Um, they had a uh, Ember Lab Studios for oh. like the IGN special or whatever it was that they had. Yeah, and they were going over the game a little bit. They had like a six minute cliff. Um, Khalif Adams, shout out to him. He had actually did, did, did like the whole entire hosting of that event. Yeah, he did a really good job too. But um, they had that whole event, and I, I took a look at it this morning. So I, you know, downloaded the video, and I'll, I'll take whatever parts I want to take. But um. I'm I'm gonna do a quick little quick little overview of it because I'm definitely looking forward to that game. In fact, that game is already paid for. I paid for that <laughs> when I paid for Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I definitely I definitely can't wait. Yeah, man. So with that, if you want, let's talk a little bit about E3, which starts today, right? So we have some mm -hmm. the first kind of big big ones. We have Ubisoft later, Guerrilla uh, Guerrilla Games, and mm -hmm. I think Devolver as well. So. Is there anything you're looking forward to in E3 that you're kind of hoping, expecting to see? Wait, Devolver Digital's today? Dude, I think <laughs> it's after Ubisoft. Okay. We'll, right. we'll have, have to, to check later. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, because that's <laughs> going to be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that conference is always good. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's something that I'm looking forward to. Um, I want to see Beyond Good and Evil too, because I just saw like a ha. tweet or something. Yes. That they said it's... Excuse me, it's still early in development. But dude, show means. us something, right? Give a, give us a uh, little yeah. a little taste. Yeah, I don't want to see uh, Joseph Lord and uh, <clears throat> excuse me. No worries, you man. Have to forgive me. You have to forgive me. <laughs> I don't want to see uh, Joseph. Uh, I don't want to see Homeboy from Third Rock from the Sun on stage no more. Yeah. I don't want to look, look, look. Because I said it was early in development when they yeah. first showed it. All right, cool. I've been keeping up with the developer diaries, and this is the prequel to the first game. So I'm going to get into it, and I got the first game on PC. So I said I was going to wait to play that game, and look, I might as well play that game because this game might not come out for quite some time. But I'm I'm looking forward to what they'll show there. Um, every time that we talk Ubisoft, what we normally talk is <laughs> Splinter Cell, and it's it's rumor. It's it's rumor by, yeah. I would say, people who I... I trust people who I definitely do trust as far as Lord Cognito, Randolph Thor, a few of them, that something may be happening big with that franchise. Okay. And it looked like it might be coming back. Don't quote me on it. Don't quote them on it either. It's just stuff floating around. Y'all know how I get when, when E3 time rolled around everything. Er, rumors is just pulled out the sky. They just pulled out everywhere. So, yeah. I don't know. I would love to see something um, regarding um, Sam Fisher again. Hell yeah. Uh, I definitely kind of I want, I want to see uh, Splinter Stella again. Hopefully it comes back. Um, and hopefully it comes back in its own franchise, not in some type of free to play. Uh, I was the most disrespectful. Oh my Come god! Come on, man, god. what are we doing? <laughs> I, that was extremely disrespectful, man. That, oh my god! Oh my god! But um, let's see what else. Um, wait, what else is going on? You said Ubisoft. Well, let, let's talk um, Ubisoft a little bit then. Okay. What What are you, I guess? What are your feelings on Far Cry Six? Are you excited for that? Not especially, but here's one thing that I will give um give them credit for, right? Regardless if they use the same assets for the different games. Yes. The one thing that they can do is get you hooked on a villain. Um the last time I was on um Hell last yeah, time man. on with you, 
one of the things I said about Persona 5 in particular was that the fact that I wanted to fight Kamashita so bad. Now Dude, Ubisoft, what a piece of shit. Yeah, we have to talk about Persona yeah. 5 too. God damn it. Oh, 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 for sure, for sure. No, but one of the things that Ubisoft makes makes you feel in their trailers is, is like the hatred toward the uh, antagonist. Yes. Like, so I, so I always give them credit for that. I'll, I'll try it on PC, but... um. You know, Ubisoft and PC, my PC, and I have a pretty decent rig. You know, 21, what, what I, I got in there? The 20, 2080 Ti, and I got like, a, you know, a pretty decent um, 6 core 12, 3, 8700K in there. Yeah. But it's, it's, you know what that means? That just means I can only play it at 1440p at high settings, <laughs> man. Like, their, their games are so demanding, but no, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely try it out. Um, you know, it's, it's something that I'm, that I'm kind of looking forward to. And I kind of hope they hit it out the park with this one, too. I hope they do. Yeah, let's do a, a brief parenthesis on Persona 5 because um, I also really liked that game. I never fully finished it, but it, it was interesting how it did make you feel stuff. Like, feel oh, strongly oh, about some of the characters. Like, it, like you mentioned Kamoshida, the guy that abuses, you know, kids in, in the volleyball mm -hmm. team. And it's, it's also such a, an unfortunately accurate reflection of Japanese culture when it comes to like high schools and uh, academia where, you know, if you are someone who has, a, you know, some kind of status. So for him, he was a, a volleyball kind of star player, right. And, and mm -hmm. teacher and stuff. So he was untouchable, right. In within right. the school system. And it, it's one of those super kind of nasty things that feels like it could be a, based on a true story as well. So I think that's why it hits home so, so hard. And to me, that, maybe that's the, the, what would you call the boss or the enemy, the villain that I thought mm -hmm. was like the worst when it comes to, you know, the lowest scum <laughs> out of all the others. But <laughs> he comes first, right? So the game starts with that. It's like, boom, in your face. But for you, was there uh, was that like the main villain that kind of made you feel a certain way he, in the game? He he definitely was. Now I'm halfway through it. Now, if you um, well, once you get to Futaba's part, um, yeah. that's gonna hit you a tad bit different. I don't know. Have you made it that far? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you know that that's gonna hit you a, a tad bit different. Um, yeah, and that'll it probably depends, right? Like what kind of mm -hmm. stuff you've been through. If you've been through. Something like that, then it will it will touch a fiber for sure. Yeah, and um, I had a good had a few a few good friends, a few of my troubleshooters. Like, tell me about that. It was like, yo, it's like once you get the Futaba part, it's gonna change. It's gonna change. I said, all right. And now we know how important. Uh, I hope I say his name right. Now we know how important Sohoro is. Right. And because I used to think, oh my god, wait, can we curse on him? Yeah, 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 yeah. This I, is all public. I, or sorry, this I, is uh, plus eighteen plus. So you're fine. Okay, cool. I used to think Soldier Roll was a dickhead. Like when, yeah, yeah. when he said, like, "Oh, said, well, I'm taking you in and yeah. I ought to kick you out." Why right are you now? being like, a dick, man? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what? <laughs> I like come on, man. Like I tried to do the right thing. Yeah. Is is joking? He tried to do the right thing, and well, we all know what happened. But yeah, so when when you find out that he's actually taking care of Futaba as well, and she won't leave her room, and it's like you find out why she won't leave her room and the type of demons and self-doubt that she's going through like that's gonna hit you that that'll definitely hit you different man but yeah that's probably one of the highlight well it's a ton of highlights in that game yeah. character design enemy design i like i like the i love the art style i love it yeah it's um, so striking yeah yeah it's, it's, it's definitely different um if you guys haven't played it i would say wait until the xbox conference tomorrow quite possibly there's another rumor floating around about no a certain franchise oh <laughs> What, wait, 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 no. What's the rumor? Oh. Ooh. Well, he can said you, it publicly. Can you drop it? The Persona 5 may be coming to Game Pass. Might oh. be. Let me say might be. Because I'm Whoa. not a, I am not an insider. Shit. Insider. I, all I know is I follow. I don't even know if I want to say his name. I'm going to type it in the, in the Discord chat. Ah. I'm going yeah. to type it there. I know that he's been making subtle references mm -hmm. to... um. Persona coming to Game Pass, and with like, and that's somebody who I'll just say that's somebody who works uh, Windows Central. I mean, it's not hard to figure out, and he said it publicly too. It's just that when he says that, I'm like, I'm listening. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So Dude, if you have that, that would be huge yeah. if it drops for people who haven't been able to play it on. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's going to have that Yakuza effect because a lot of people are loving yeah. Yakuza who couldn't play it. And that, their complete library is in there now. So, Shit. you mean, you know, hey, Dude. throw all the personas in there. Hell <laughs> throw yeah. Them all in there. Throw and, them all okay, in so there. last question because this I said this yes. was a brief parenthesis. Uh, who was your waifu of choice in Persona 5? <laughs> this is very important, right? Yeah. This, this is like this friendship is defining. With... Okay. Well, I, I, th I think we're going to be beefing, but uh, Lady Anne for me. No! Even though, disaster. Even though, I know. I know. I know <laughs> no, I it's fine. It's fine. Anne is okay. <laughs> my favorite, though, um, well, the, she's my favorite, but the best uh, waifu is um, the doctor, whose name I can't quite remember. At oh, the yeah, yeah. The edgy um, doctor. Yeah, I like her, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's probably the best one. My favorite one is Lady Anne. I'm sorry, man. It's just... It's you know, you know what the problem is, man? One, she seems very shallow to me, but two, she's being shoved into you like, hey, romance this character. So the, my rebel side was like, no, I want to choose. So I chose uh, Makoto, the, oh. the kind of smart. No, what are you doing? Why would you be disappointed with that? She's smart, hot. Okay. Okay. Look, man. All right. It's fine. We don't have to like the same butts. So good. You, 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 you and this Makoto character. Shout out to my boy, Eric Empire, who's oh. part of the Troubleshooters. Um, my man Alton, who has his own podcast and everything, like everybody, Makoto, Makoto, Makoto. Even uh, Attic, Lord Attic, was like, "Oh, Makoto, I like her." What's wrong with y'all? It's the right choice. I mean, <laughs> it's overwhelming at this Listen, point, though. It's so good. It's every, so good. Everybody keeps saying Makoto. No, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's though. almost like there are two teams. I think those are the mo the two most popular for sure. And or, oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. But okay, so let's go back to E3 because we were talking uh, E3. So okay, <laughs> so we kind of talked about Ubisoft. I think their main thing is going to be Far Cry Six. I don't, I don't think there's a ton more unless we see some Splinter Cell news. What else is there that you're excited for? Oh, so Guerrilla uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Two. Are you into that? I think, yes, and I actually think we get an announced uh, a release date. Wait, Guerrillas Ooh. today? Guerrillas today, hmm. dude. Yeah. I it's think, um I think we, hmm. mm -hmm. I was I was trying to get the time right, but I think it's eleven your time. Eleven oh, okay. AM your time. All right. Yeah. All right, so I will do my best to go ahead and check that out. But if I I'll catch a recap. I think we get um I think we get a release date today. Okay. Yeah, I that'd be dope. They, I think they purposely held back on it just to stay in the just to stay in the news cycle. And um, you remember when they first showed the game and everything and people were talking about Aloy's looks, this, that, and the third. Oh dude. But first of all, yeah, they. Oh man, get like, out of here with that silliness, man. Oh, man. What are we doing? Like, I, like you, the, you the, may not like. You know, like I may say, you know, it's not my taste. Like, you know, I I don't like that look. But say, like, mm -hmm. oh, your video game should look, and it's the creator's vision, right? They wanted to create yes. her like that. So, and I just don't, I don't understand why people have to. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, I, I'm sure when that gentleman made what took the time to make the remake, a Lord yeah. in his vision or whatever the case may be. To them, that, it, there was some reason he, there. They wanted that kind of design. I think he thought that that I think he thought that that post was going to hit on Twitter for all the right reasons, and boy, did it, it not! It did it. That yeah. thread was oh my god, that thread was crazy. I said, oh no, <laughs> he was he was getting destroyed, but he'll be all right. I mean, look. You, you can't I, you know, win Aloy, if you do something chances. super yeah. feminine with makeup people would shit on you for that you know if you do yeah. something like it, it yeah yeah it, you just it literally yeah it literally shouldn't have met it like i yo, think the, the main it. thing is like change because people the moment you change something people know and love they're like change you know eh, right come on guys yeah. it's okay right it's a video game we'll survive yeah it's all good yeah one of the reasons why I'm really looking forward to that game is because it reminds me of my second favorite Naughty Dog uh, franchise, Uncharted. Like, it gave me a lot of Uncharted vibes, the way Aloy was talking back to the enemies and this, that, and the third, when she threw whatever type of bomb that was, or she shot whatever type of bomb that was into that, that elephant or whatever that was, and the bodies got to flying out. It definitely put me in the mind frame of uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy and Uncharted 4. Um, Lost Legacy is my favorite game of our uh, last generation, favorite single player game. Okay. And when I saw that, I was like, okay. I said, all right. And uh, my, because my homegirl, um, Erica, for the one, she did a live reaction to it. And she was like, this is kind of like Uncharted. And, I, and we, because we must have been hanging around each other for a long time. Because I typed it in the chat. I was like, yeah, this is, this is definitely Uncharted. So I'm looking forward to 
to that. And um, in the first Horizon Zero Dawn, Aloy was kind of an outcast. So now she's out west. So I'm interested to see how she's going to be treated. She'll probably she'll be treated differently more than likely because she's away from the like encampment of which she originally was from. Yeah. And by her going out going out west, I want to see how other people treat her. Yeah, are, and I'm curious to see if tribes there share the mm -hmm. same customs and as mm -hmm. you say how they treat her um because you know she's had this arc of kind of establishing herself so now i want to see if it kind of reverts back to not being accepted or the opposite so that will be an interesting uh yes yeah an Indeed. interesting thing to look at yeah so that's that's definitely one of the things that i'm looking forward to um the underwater combat as far as that and i'll stop with um, right. the horizon forbidden west stuff i want to they haven't shown it hopefully if gorilla does have something maybe they show some type of underwater combat even if it's just like a stealth thing because you can't do but so much underwater right so even if it's just a stealth thing um because she can breathe underwater and um permanently she can always breathe underwater oh, now. she had so, a thingy right she had a thingy magic mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and the uh, developers that came out and, and uh confirmed that too so so i want to see if they can like either she can take control of the animals and ride riding animals underwater like Yoshi, like she can do on land, or maybe she can just disable them. Yeah. I'm, I want to see that. I want to see that. I hope they get that right, because in so many games, the water levels are the worst ones. It's a meme. Oh, like, yeah. you know, nobody likes water levels. <laughs> so I hope they get it right. We'll see. Um, Sudup was asking, going to replay Uncharted on PC when it comes over? Uh, what about you, Hustle? Mm. Have, you, have you played Uncharted, th those games? Yes, yes. Um, like I said, I beat Lost Legacy. Um, I'm like halfway through four, and I'm like halfway through two. But yeah, oh, for sure, when, when those games come to PC, oh, boy, we eating good. So he must have saw, though, that rumor report that came out. Um, I don't know if you remember, but there was a rumor, like a complete leak that happened. It was like a business report, a yeah. business meeting report that came out. So they said Uncharted 4 will be the first one to come over. Which is, you know, I'm like, I wish it was the trilogy, but, you know, I guess they want to do four because of the multiplayer and stuff like that. But, uh, no, I'm definitely copping that. Like, that's that's not a question. That's that's day one I'm streaming that. I, I will find a point to stay. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's day one. Nice, nice. I got to. Yeah, got so to. I'm, uh, the reason I was confused when you said Lost Legacy is because I was confusing it with something else. Lost Legacy was the, uh, like, the portable version, wasn't it, of Uncharted? Oh, no, no, no. No, you're thinking of Golden Abyss. That was on the PSP oh. or PS Vita, I do believe. Like an Lost older Legacy one. Was the, yeah, Lost Legacy, which I think I got it here somewhere. Of course, I can't find it now. It doesn't matter. Ah, of course. Lost Legacy, standalone DLC. Oh, that was the DLC. Yes, that's the one yeah. I haven't played. And that was yeah. your favorite. Okay, so I need to play yeah, that. I need to check that yeah. out. Interesting. Yeah, that... that. That yeah, it came out. It was uh, Uncharted 4 DLC, as Sudup is saying, and I, I never got around to play it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. that, no, that's 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 really good. It's really good. That's um, a good excuse to play it when it comes to PC. Then I'll play the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and I kind of wish I wish they would have led with that one, but they didn't. Or oh, I wish they would have included that one, but according to that report, they didn't. So oh shit, I can't can't win them all, I guess. But um, Uncharted 4 is is, is pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good. people. Who, who I'm, you know, who I'm cool with, my Level 1 family, um, fame in particular, he thinks that the game I just showed is better than Uncharted 4. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to make that determination just yet. But it's but not I, a, I is it a standalone game, Hustle? Standalone. I say, okay. yeah, DLC, but you have, to, you have to forgive me on my verbiage on that. It's, no, no, it, it's it fine. It is like a standalone, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's longer than um, Spider-Man Miles Morales, just to give people like a frame of right. frame reference. Yeah, it's an actual... It's not just like a yeah. couple missions. It's a, it's it's yeah thing. no, it's a full fledged standalone. It's around. I think it took me like ten hours, maybe. Okay. Yeah, about ten. Yeah, about ten hours. But I'm pretty bad at games. But around that time, and it's pretty good. That I love the way the uh, story unfolds, and it's yeah. a it's a lot of history that that's there, and, and a lot of things pick up. That's why I want Uncharted Five to actually continue that story because it's a mis it's a misstep if it doesn't. Like, yeah, that's cool. Nathan's daughter is Nathan's daughter, but there's no way you can have time advance that far to where this little girl is going to be able to, uh, going to be able to do what Chloe, Nadine, Sam, or Nathan right. did at yeah, that point. Yeah. So, like, so you got to, even if you do, like, all right, you finish the story with them first, 
with Nadine and Chloe and Sam. Mm-hmm. Then maybe, maybe you make a time, maybe you make time pass a little bit. And then maybe, you know, Nathan's daughter is old enough to where she can carry on tradition, so to speak. We yeah. can figure it out. But, you know, but just don't bring Nathan out of retirement, though. Like that, that would be a misstep because you got the whole a thief's in. I mean, it's over. I mean, don't bring him back. Don't bring him back. It's over. It's right. Over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that'll be interesting to see how they do that. What else on E3 are you looking forward to? Anything from Square Enix that you like? Not in particular. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna be there just because you know my squad is there or the squad is there. Yeah. Right? Troubleshooters are there. Um. Final Fantasy 16. I don't know. Did are they? You, are you they a Final Fantasy guy? No, they showed. They showed like a cinematic trailer for it, in in last year's E3, and that was about mm. it. I, yes. Yes. Okay. So that's why I, I, I thought I was. I thought I was lunching. I thought I was losing my mind. So I was like, well, you know, that's the thing. No, am I a Final Fantasy guy? Final Fantasy three or four, whichever one was on the Super Nintendo, which I have on my SNES Classic. I'll take that one for a spare. But um, yeah. as far as that goes, and it's, and it's so weird to me, right? Because my second favorite game of all time is Super Mario RPG. And as you know, Square made that game. Right. Even though it was over 20 years ago, right? Square made that game too. So, but no, nah, I mean, just, it's just something I never really it got hasn't into. hasn't clicked with you, those type nah. of games. Nah, I think I may, I may pass on that. I'll watch one of y'all play it. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's fine. Cool. I mean, that's um, pretty much like you either like it or you don't at all, I would say. They, they're very mm. like a particular kind of game, so. I wonder if they'll do, um, speaking of uh, Final Fantasy, I wonder if they're going to do some type of Kingdom Hearts DLC if they haven't already done so. Yeah. Well, are you a Kingdom Hearts guy? You played those games? No. Nah. Nah. No, but I, I, like, I like the, the Disney characters. That's about it. That's I do true. like the Disney characters. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what people love about them, right? It's the crossovers and like, oh, you're playing Pluto with fucking... Hercules and <laughs> getting the, the whole gang together. Yeah, that's, uh, I think that's what's cool about them. It, you know what? It's on Epic. I ought to give it a spin just for, you know, just for the hell of it. Because I don't want to say I don't like right. something. It's just that when those games came out, because I'm 35, so when, when Kingdom Hearts first came out, I was a little too old for it. Like, at that point, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to, I, I figured yeah. it was too kiddy. So I'm like, I was a little too old. So. Yeah, and catching up is so difficult. You need to to watch mm-hmm. a full like one hour it, YouTube cinematic it, compilation. <laughs> especially with that game. Oh boy. Yeah, that, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh man, that the whole list of Yeah. It's like Kingdom Hearts One, so Kingdom Hearts Princess, Two, Kingdom Hearts. And like some it's like the whole thing, dude. It's, <laughs> it's what else is and there? Then you had to go on, um, mm. what, on E3? Yeah, I'm thinking for, now for Square. Or or just I in think. general, was there any other any other games? Well, I, I want to see Halo. Halo? Okay, yeah, we talked we, about we it yesterday it. as well. Are you a, a Halo yeah. fan? I'm, not, I'm actually a Gears fan, and that's going to segue to me into my next point. But the, the Halo thing is, is important because that's Xbox's Mario. Yes. Um, they, need, who made, they need that kind of they, push. You got to hit that out the park. Like, I, I don't care what it's going to take. And for the people who are getting to know me, they know I'm a Gears, I'm a Gears guy. Like yeah. I play Gears. Um that that brings me to the coalition. Now the coalition is rumored to be working on a different project. They were still working on Gears 5, and this is the last operation, I do believe. Operation 7 was the last one that they're working on. Now, it's rumored that they're working on something completely different, which I'm all for, by the way. I'm all for they're gonna be using Unreal Engine 5, and they they've already mastered Unreal Engine 4. So Damn by them. That new engine looks good, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. I want to see what the new project is. Hopefully, I mean, just you know, pie in the sky. There, I want them to maybe hit hit us with like some type of splash screen or just somebody from the coalition come out and say, "Hey, um, we know y'all love Gears. We're gonna take a little break from that, right? Before and but before we hit you with Gears Six, we're gonna hit you with this, and then they throw a splash screen, Metroid, Metroid Prime Four style, right?" Yeah. And then, you know, people go crazy. Because I, I want to see them work on something else. I truly believe that they are creatively burnt out. Um, one other idea, one other theory that was floating around is that, excuse me, that the Coalition is working on another single-player DLC for Giz. Even after Hive Busters, I'm not sure why, but maybe it's based around Horde this time. 
I'm not really sure. Like I'm just I'm just you know, so I'm spitballing that yeah. idea too. I, I always think, you know, those teams that they they just kind of do the same game, right? Mm-hmm. It must be a bit stifling creatively because they they have some very clear definitions of what the product is that they're making every time. So mm-hmm. they can't really just say, you know what, I have this vision for for this thing. No, you're you're making a gears game. You need to hit all the bullet points for a gears game. So mm-hmm. I'm always interested to see those teams kind of branch out a bit and do something different. Do you remember? The team behind Assassin's Creed did Phoenix Immortals. Immortal? Oh, really? Immortal Phoenix. Yeah. So it's those guys. Really? Without okay. the constraints. You know, they're like, you know, want to do something a bit different outside of the constraints of an Assassin's Creed game. Admittedly, it has a lot of similarities, but it's also its own thing. And you can tell they could kind of, you know, p- paint outside of the lines a bit. It's um, and, and and the thing is, we've seen this type of thing work before. Like even with um, with the game you just mentioned, and when we just talked about it, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. Like you know, they they were making um Killzone before, and then they come over to, to this, and then then they come over to Horizon. It's such a a breath of fresh air at that point. So yeah, no, I definitely feel like they're being um, you know, being stifled creatively. Like and that and that is a real thing, man. Like that's why, like even when it comes to like making content. I'll switch it up every so often just because I don't want to get bored because I'm going to start phoning. I'm phoning it in. Like, I don't yeah. want to. Yeah, y'all going to be able to see that, too. So I don't you gotta want to keep it ever... fresh, right? Yeah. yeah. If, if and, you're and not they... excited about it, then how can you expect like, the person yeah. watching to, <laughs> to get a kick out of it? Uh, Jonathan Indeed. says they did Gears Tactics. Was it the same team, Jonathan? If so, then, yeah, that's a good example of the Gears people doing something different. That was pretty good. Um, I really like that style of games. And Gears worked surprisingly well with it. But I think those games in general, um, those, those games in general seem to work pretty well. Um, from XCOM to, to Gears Tactics. And um, I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the uh, Metal Slug uh, Tactics? Dude, trailer? yeah. Hell yeah. I saw that. I was like, Man, okay. that's a I classic. Just, Metal Slug 3? Yep. Fuck. So good. Yes, indeed, indeed. I actually brought, I, I can't, because it's in my closet now, but yeah. I actually bought a, a fight stick just to give me that old, old oh, school feel. Oh, nice. I got, um, I got metal, I think I got all of them on, on Sting. I think yeah. they came in a pack or just some type of pack they did. But I definitely uh, t- was playing Metal Slug too. And just, you know. Yeah, that's cool. The, There's some magic yeah. playing it with the with the buttons and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. In, indeed, man. It got a little tiresome on my damn arms, but I mean, you know, it was, yeah. it was fun nonetheless though, but. No, that's that's definitely a thing, man. Um, as far as who made uh Gears Tactics, you have to forgive me. Wait a minute, can I see it? Can I find it? <laughs> it it doesn't matter if we don't know. That's okay. Yeah, all right. Nah, it's okay. Cool. Suit up right. says counterpoint would be CD Projekt Red from Witcher Three franchise to Cyberpunk. So <laughs> so sometimes trying something new isn't always the best. No, I still think it's cool that they tried it. You know, I wouldn't mm-hmm. shit on them for for trying it. I would shit on them for how they managed expectations and how they managed the release. But that's not so much on the dev team necessarily as it is the kind of organizational structure of the whole studio and, you know, the higher ups and stuff. But um, I think that's about it for E3 that I'm kind of excited for. So we'll have to see. I'm, I'm hoping my biggest hope hustle is that they come out with something that's not in our radar and they just say you know what this is coming out today and i'm always oh. excited for those like you know this is out today oh. tomorrow to play yeah yeah it, w- it would be nice if we got the cuphead dlc because we get we saw the, the movie or yeah. we saw like the television show get announced it would be nice if we actually got the dlc we, we've been waiting on since 2018 so exactly would be nice um bef- before we move on you know playstation is going to have their own separate event so right. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things that I do want to look forward to from watching that is the fact that Naughty Dog is working on something. Well, they say Uncharted Five, but they also say they're rumored to be working on a new sci-fi IP. So Ooh. if we probably won't get that, but like that would be nice. It is it, that's my favorite developer, so it's it's cool to hear whatever they're working on. I look forward to it. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm real quick. I did want to give Insomniac their credit because um, you, well, have you played uh, Rift Apart yet? Not yet. I'm starting today. But I did okay, actually. Yeah. I saw your video you did on Insomniac mm -hmm. talking about in preparation for Ratchet. You talked about their prior games, right? Sunset Drive and um, mm -hmm. Spider Man. Yeah, it's it's it seems like, and I have a few good good friends of mine who <clears throat> excuse me who were playing it yesterday. It seems like it hit the nail on on the head on everything, probably except the story, but. What type of story do you want from Ratchet and Clank? This is my question. Yeah, like it wouldn't, be, it couldn't, it wouldn't be something like Miles Morales, or you know, it couldn't be something like that. But in terms of like traversal and the weapons and everything like that, I think everything is gonna be, it's gonna work itself out. And I've seen it, even a few people who I trust on Twitter. Oh, oh, you know, Insomniac is PlayStation's best studio. And I tweeted back. I said, "Hey, you say that until Naughty Dog drops uh, Uncharted Five. So we can't let's hold our horses. But I'm I'm glad to see that they're really excelling and, and, and really shining. The Insomniac Games is like uh, the coalition. Like they pretty much put PlayStation on their back right now, and it's, it, I love to see it. Like I I, I I literally love to see it. And I hope everybody can get their hands on the PS5 because this game isn't crossed yet. Yeah. And I'm from what I saw yesterday, I'm glad it isn't because it it's quick." Is is quick, as fast, there's a lot going there's a whole lot going on. Yeah, so and it's like, gotta I, be I smooth, snappy, fluid. Otherwise it won't yep. be won't be the same. Yeah, it Indeed. seems they got the the movement nailed, right? Insomniac. They're like world traversal movement mm -hmm. and stuff is always super on point. Indeed. Indeed. I can't, I can't wait to play it. I'm gonna, I might have to wait a little bit later on this evening, but yeah. I can't wait to play it, man. So, so, dude, I'm now cognizant of your time. We've been going for about an hour. I want to talk a little bit about uh, kind of mindset, motivation, that kind of thing, because, well, it's in your name, right? So hustle and motivate. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. I imagine, I get from you that that's something you're kind of a part of your message, I guess. But yeah. for you, what is it, I guess, how do you keep your motivation? What, are there like habits you do that keep you on track and like refresh you? Um, what do you do if you get burnt out? You know, do you have some kind of system for that? Uh, in, ter in terms of what I do when I get burnt out, I do have a, a few people who I can reach out to. Air cuts for the win, contradiction. There, there are a few people okay. who, I, who I can speak to Chat it out. behind the scenes. Yeah, um... But in terms of if I ever wanted to do something different, um, I don't really think I've ever encountered that problem because I've asked other people how, how they deal with it. But a lot of the other people who I, outside of the people who I mentioned, of course, they just do like the news stuff. For me, I, I think one of the things that, um, well, one of the things that really pushes me and really motivates me, pardon the pun, is the fact that I really want to push other people to do this. And not only just this, like, you can't, I, I tell people all the time, like, you can't be afraid to fail. Like, yeah, sure, you're not going to be ACG, right? No, nobody's going to be ACG immediately. Right. And, and if you are going to be, is that popular or successful, immediately you'll lose it just as quick. Um, I think a lot of people are afraid to fail. Like, oh, if I'm not on this level, then I can't do it. No, no, you can do it. It's just going to take you a little bit more time to get to where you need to go. And that the journey is, is more important than the destination because in that journey, like I wouldn't have told you that I would have been here when I first started YouTube back in 2018, right. back in December when I did that super smash brothers video <laughs> or, or even before that, when I did the, um, Derek Rose tearing his ACL video, like eight years ago, I'd have never told you, like, I'd have never thought it. Like I never would have pictured it. Um, one of the, but one of the things that I got to push, cause like I've been inspired by Eric cuts for the one Jack move Johnny. The reason why I, I'll push the inspiration so hard is that, you never know what you can do until you do it. It's, it's, it's point blank, period. I'd have never, like, told you, like, I never would have. Yeah, I'm not an audio engineer, but with all this stuff in my room, yeah. you'd have figured, like, yo, he must really know something about audio. And I've helped, um, well, I can mention his name because he mentioned it on his podcast, but I've helped uh, the Mooch, um, 1978. I've helped him with his audio setup. I've had... I've gone on different podcasts like, hey, lower this one, raise this one. If they got this type of mic, you got to raise them up a little more. So it's a dynamic. But I'd have never thought in a million years that I'd be able to help people in that capacity either. Right. So it's, it's just a lot like about the journey that I'm going through right now. Like the destination to be whatever it is, but the, but the journey is, is way more important. Yeah, it's the it process, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you got to trust the process. I know I'm not a Philadelphia 76ers fan, but you definitely got to trust the process. <laughs> 
don't, <laughs> yeah, but don't, don't be afraid to fail. Like I would say, don't try too hard because when my demeanor, I'm, I'm super laid back. Like it might, it might not because I'm not, I'm not the incredible hawk type of, I mean, now nah, I'm super laid back, but always be yourself. You don't have to, you don't got a lot of kick it. You don't, you don't got to try too hard. People yeah. will accept you for you. As long as you're not an asshole or nothing like that, because there are a couple of ones who are running around, but as long as you're not on that type of time, like people can really feel like, well, for me, people can really feel me, <laughs> even though I'm not the best at games, but people really feel me. And I think that's just one of the things that, that we got to like recognize, right? We, and, and for real, I'm be honest with you. I really wanted to uplift everybody who, um, who I'm around yourself included, by the way. Like I told you, like after the, after the show, it's like, Hey, if y'all got something, just hit me up. That's nothing. It's not, and I always try to live up to that. Like, yeah, now, sure, am I spread a little too thin sometimes? Yeah, maybe. But, you know, that's my problem. I can deal with that. Like, I've, I've dealt with, with this type of thing before. And this actually goes back to work, too. I used to be a supervisor. So right. it was, hey, hey, Ricky, we need you here. We need you here. We need you here. We need you. And I'm running around. Like, <laughs> running around. Yeah. Like, with a chicken with my head cut off, but we're getting everything done. And I, I feel like that now. Like, a rising tide lifts all boats. Um... I know this has nothing to do with nothing, but it was like a, it was like a great moment for me to see um, Lord Attic and um, Cognito with um, ACG, and they, yeah. they were just on Defining Duke too. That was like a great moment for me to see because me, me and Attic, we we, we kind of cool. Like that, that boy didn't help me out quite a few times, and it was just like it's a, it's a great thing to see that those gentlemen are finally getting their moment. We're all gonna have our moment at some point. We just got to keep working toward it. And it's um, I guess I'll finish with this. Um, I'm not sure if you're on Instagram or if you've seen the meme on Twitter, but there's a uh, gentleman, right? It's two pictures. He he has the pickaxe in his hand, and he's right by the diamond, and he gives up, and he walks away. <laughs> and then the, on the picture below that, right, is the dude with the pickaxe in his hand who's not stopping at all. And, he don't, and he's f- super far away from the diamond. The point is, like, yo, don't stop doing what you're doing. And, and the reason why I bring Addict up before, because I started to stop. I started to completely stop, right? Well, I can put it out there now, but uh, I had a conversation with Erica, and I said, yo, I don't know if I want to do this, man. The results ain't where they should be, this, that, and the third. And this was before I, I linked up with y'all. This is, like, this is like maybe like a month before. Not even 24 hours later, Addict comes out during Iron Lord's podcast. Y'all make sure y'all go follow Hustle and Motivate. And then I think like the following week, right after that, Cognito, I think he was looking for, for cast members or he was looking for his people, and he couldn't find them at that point. Hey, Hustle, I might need you to come off the bench. Like, what that meant to me was, hey, not only am I doing something right, but that means I'm really starting to get the respect that, um, that I'm, I could say that I'm looking yeah. for, but it means that I'm starting to earn the respect of, of my peers. Which recognition, is, right? Yeah, and, and, it's ne- and it's, it's never about the money at this point. Like, it ain't, it ain't about the money. Like, it's more about, more about the respect. Like, I just really want to, I want to make an impact. Um, I have yeah. a, you know, somebody, somebody who I, um, I, go, I wouldn't consider her necessarily a friend of mine, but... Somebody who I do follow, who I'm, I'm inspired by, my, her name is uh, Naysaga. Her, her slogan is Impact Over Numbers. And what that means is, is that, yeah, I can have 501 subs at the moment, but my voice is just as powerful as somebody with a million subs. And, and I want people to keep that in mind, too. Like, no, no matter how big or how small you are, like, we are all, all people at the end of the yeah. day. So we just got to, you can push. Your voice is just as important with the person with 10 subscribers as the person with 500, as the person with 100,000, yeah, so on and so Yeah, because forth. you can impact, you know, even if it's one person, mm-hmm. that's huge, right? For, yes, sir. For them, and, but then also for you, because your impact may not have the scale of, like you were saying, ACG or something, but for that one person, you know, it's significant. So you, you can't ever underestimate the impact um, however far from the ultimate goal you have, you are, right? The, the impact you can have with your words and with your actions and all that. Mm-hmm. In, indeed. This, this was fun. Hey, we got to do this again sometime. Got to do Hopefully this again. Have, you know, Dude, uh, I'm with it. I, li- I like, uh, I like your, your message, man. You, you got this kind of energizing presence. <laughs> so Appreciate keep, it. keep going, you. man, and uh, we'll, we'll stay in touch talk to you soon enjoy the rest of your day and we'll see you next time take care thanks for listening to this episode of gamer life i hope you enjoyed it if you did remember to share with your friends and come back every monday at 9 a.m uk time for a new episode you can find all that i do including streaming license free music and much more at my website johnnyplays.live 
That's J-O-N-N-Y-Plays.Live. And as always, catch you next time.